Well, I want to speak to you for a few moments this morning about stretching out your hand. Stretching out your hand. And how many know that, that, that stretching is important? Can I get an amen? Stretching is good. And I think that's so vital this morning. I want to preach to you this morning for a few moments on the topic about stretching out your hand. And I want you to open up your heart, allow the Spirit of God to, to speak to you. This message might not be for everybody, but it's for somebody. And I believe that if you have prepared your heart and allow the Spirit of God to speak to you and challenge you, I believe you get something out of the Word of God this morning. Amen. Stretching out your hand. In the book of Matthew, chapter 12, starting with verse 9 through 13, it reads, Now when he hath departed from there, he went into the synagogue. A man, behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, It is lawful to heal on the Sabbath. But they might accuse him. Then he went to them. What man is there among you who has one sheep? And if he falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will he not lay hold of it and lift it out? Or how much more value than is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Let me read it one more time, verse 13. And he said to the man, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and he was restored, it was restored as whole as the other. This man with the withered hand, wasn't, it wasn't really hurting him at all, really. He still had one good hand. He still had two good feet. Everything else appears to be working okay. But why would he break the Jewish law and go into the synagogue when he knew that nothing crippled or maimed was supposed to be there? He, he, he still was able to function on society okay. He was he's still able to go to the store and, and get about the business of the day. Even with one withered hand, he was either able to function, but he risked it all to enter to a place that he was not supposed to be there. He was not allowed to go to the synagogue because he was crippled. He was not a complete, a complete individual, but he risked to break in the law to do that. But then a step further, why would Jesus risk breaking the Jewish law and the penalty is required to heal this man is withered hand. You see, because real hunger for change doesn't care about church order. Real hunger for change, it doesn't matter the agenda of the day. When there is hunger for something, when you're pursuing something that you want to have so bad, it, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it. It doesn't matter what order it is. Here you have a man that is hunger for change. He's hungry for something because he is tired of the same condition he's living in. He's tired of walking around with that withered hand. And he heard about a man who is able to restore him. He heard about a man who's able to turn his life around. He heard about a man that can heal his withered hand. My friend, when you get to that point and you realize that there is somebody who can turn your life around, you go to that place even though they tell you you can't go. 
you will break whatever it takes because you know that your breakthrough is just right there for you. And what genuine hunger, when genuine hunger shows up, you might as well push things like church order and normal out of the window. Understand too, Jesus doesn't care about your religious list of do and don'ts. Can I get an amen? Ain't you glad that Jesus doesn't care about you doing, oh, you can't do that on a Sunday because that, that's what the religious leaders were telling Jesus. You can't heal the man on Sabbath. It's a Sabbath day. We don't do nothing on Sabbath day. In other words, on holy day, as a matter of fact, how many know that on holy day there should be more healing? That on, on, on holy day, there should be more opportunity for a breakthrough. When we gather to this morning in the house of God, there's an opportunity for God to do something great. Because where two or more are gathering his name. I tell you what, when we get together like this and we start, and there's a hunger for God, there's a thirst for God, there's a passion for God, my friend, something's about to happen. And something can happen if we get in tune with the Spirit of God. He's not all that concerned about our religious church order. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came to deliver people from their sins. He came to heal the brokenhearted. That's why he came. He didn't come just to look pretty, my friend. He came to change people's lives. He came to do something radical in your life. Our schedule and our expectations may not have room for this to happen. But when someone shows up who doesn't know or care about what is normal, Around here, things may get pretty messed up. Can I get an amen? When people show up, when the drunk addict shows up, when the drug addict shows up, when the prostitute shows up, when those hurting show up, they don't care. They might not dress pretty and they might not be dressed right and, don't, and they might not even talk right, but they know that there's somebody that can change your life. My friend, that church order service can go out the window because what matters is that people are being touched by the power of God. Woo, my God. In order for real change to take place, there must be genuine desire for that change. This meant hunger for that change. You know what? You can go along with life happy with what you got. You can go along with life happy with the condition of your life with the Lord. You can be satisfied with just getting by once in a while. You can be satisfied just by going to church once in a while. But I tell you what. That there is something about a person who goes the extra mile. He says, you know what? I am tired of living my life like I'm living my life. There's something more. There's something greater. And I want to get a hold of it. He risked breaking the Jewish law by going to the synagogue with the hope that maybe Jesus might heal him. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes all you got in life is just a maybe. It may be that God will touch me. It may be that I'm going to get my breakthrough. But I tell you what, I'd rather have a maybe than have nothing. You know what? It may be. I, I like when Jonathan and, and what's it, Jonathan will go in the battlefield and, 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 and his, his uh, armor barrel says, listen, and Joshua, 
told him, listen, I don't know if we're going to make it, but I tell you what, it, it may be that the Lord will help us. You know what? Sometimes you have to step out in faith with, yes, I may be. I may be. I may be. But I tell you what, he knew that if I can get to him, maybe he will heal me. See, the law could not, could not come to the synagogue because of his withered hand. He was not allowed to go there. He, he was not invited there. You know what? And that sometimes like church, you know what? Not everybody's invited to church. Not everybody's welcome to church because you don't look like this. You, you don't smell like us. Come on, somebody. You know what? But how many know that the church should be open for everybody? Yet, yet he came. Desire brought him. Desire brought him to Jesus. Faith drew him there. Hope put at him. The yearning for something better compelled him. The, the, the craving for a better life constrained him. And so, drove by the unseen force of God, Spirit, he came into a place he never thought he would come to. Can I get an amen this morning? Sometimes you mind your own business by the Holy Ghost can pull you in there. Can I get an amen? Sometimes you mind your own business think you ain't that, I don't know, you're going to make it. But sometimes the Holy Ghost get involved and he make you pull in the parking lot, get out of your car and walk to a church and end up in the altar and you wonder how in the world did I end up here? It is the power of the Holy Ghost that draw you to that place. Oh my God. I heard testimonies of that happening to many people who were just driving down the road down here, down Sonora Sassa Road, up and down day after day, week after week, and someday, and one day, the Holy Ghost said, You need to go to that church. And some of you are here in that church today because the Holy Ghost told you you need to be in this church. And your life has not been the same ever since. My friend, that is obedient to the Lord. That's exactly what that man experienced that morning. You know what? It's just another Sabbath day. But to him, it was a transformation of his life. My friend, he can look back and say, this was the moment that my life has been changed forever. Understand something. Jesus' ministry brought something into the, this world that this world has never seen before. His ministry brought the miraculous. It brought possibility. It brought potential. And to that moment, they have never seen that could happen before. But Jesus changed the course of history. Like a bright light in a dark room. Jesus' ministry brought hope into a world that did not have hope. Never before have people who were sick of leprosy or wither have hope. But Jesus brought into this world something he had never seen before. The possibility for change, that likelihood for a miracle. Think about it for a moment. After this time, they have never known of anyone that can do what Jesus is doing. And now, appears a man that can change my life. My friend, you better believe it. I'm going to break every rule to get to Jesus. <clears throat> you have to visualize the hunger of this man. Some of you might not be there because you have all the luxury, you know, everything's fine. But I tell you what, you know what? But when you get to the place that you don't have nothing, can I get an amen? 
When you get to that, to that place, you wonder how you're going to pay the bill. How you're going to pay the electric bill. How you're going to put groceries in the table. You get to the point that you're down to nothing. But I've come to tell you this morning that when you're down to nothing, God's always up to something. And you realize, whoo! <clears throat> My goodness. I tell you what, God is always working. God is always working. <clears throat> the possibility for change. That likelihood for a miracle. Right now, right now is just a, a withered hand. But there is potential beyond the abnormal and withered hand. Right now is just someone's out, someone who is wrestling with their addictions. Right now is just another marriage on the rocks. There's just another teenager statistics who's going through rebellion and going through all kinds of stuff and love right now they're just that right now just another more casualty to be to be added to the list of hopeless and depraved deprived lives my friend that's what it is you know we, we it's just another person who's wrestling with something that they know they wonder how they're going to overcome it and they wonder how they're going to make it it's just another person but i've come to tell you but for this man there was something out there that he have never reached for it yet. My friend, there's people right now, they have no, no understanding. They have no clue that there is a God that can set them free. There's people out there right now that they're wondering, how am I going to make it through? My friend, I've come to tell you this morning that suicide is not the solution. You can be set free from depression. You can be set free from drugs. But right now, they just, have, they just don't know it. But I tell you what, when you, you, when you meet the master, when you meet Jesus, when you meet the Messiah, he can turn you around and give you hope for tomorrow. Whoa! But this man, this man, there was something out there that he had not reached for it yet. He had not reached for it yet. There is something out there that just beyond, beyond the reach of this ordinary handicapped life. It was there. It was there waiting for him. To stretch beyond his circumstances. My God. I tell you, sometimes we're in situations that we wonder how we're going to do it. And you wonder how you're going to make it. And you've, you have been in a place of darkness. You've been in a place of, that is challenging your life. And you wonder how in the world am I going to see the light in the end of the tunnel. Because I'm in a place, I'm in an environment that it seems like nothing's going to happen. But I tell you what. You have to, sometimes you got to stretch for it. Can I get an amen? Sometimes you got to work for it to get it. You know what? Sometimes things don't come the way you want it, and they don't come easy. But you got to work at it sometimes. He was there waiting for him to stretch beyond his circumstances. He was waiting for him to reach beyond anything he had ever reached for in the past. My friend, I tell you what. When you reach out to the Lord Jesus Christ, there's a transformation in your life. There's a change in your life. 
that you have never experienced before. You realize that what you've done in the past, nothing fulfills it. No, what drugs can't fill it. Drugs, the relationships can't fill it. But I tell you what, the only one that can fill that void in your heart, it is the Lord Jesus Christ. And sometimes you got to reach a place that you come to the point and you realize, I have reached for a lot of other things, but now I'm reaching for something that I've never reached before. I heard Jesus telling someone today, stretch forth thy hand. Can I get an amen? Jesus is telling somebody, you might be watching online, you might be watching somewhere, but I'm telling you, God, I've come me to tell you this morning that you got to reach for thy hand. My friend, stretch thy hand toward God. Don't keep it to yourself. Reach out your hand. That wilderness in your life, stretch. That brokenness in your heart, stretch. That dead place in your, in your life or in your spirit, stretch. My friend, you have to come to the point that you got to stretch to God and say, God, I can't take it anymore. I got to stretch to you. Get beyond that weatherness. Reach beyond the deprived areas of your life. Reach beyond the wasted areas of your life. Reach beyond the shrunken control, restrained, bond, wither places in your life and stretch yourself into the realms of the miraculous place, which is Jesus Christ. We got to stretch this morning to the presence of God. I say, God, I, I got to stretch myself. If I need to go beyond what I've ever I've done before, is to stretch. You know what? The past two years, we have been con content. We have been restrained. We have been away. We have been milking it. Can I get an amen this morning? Can I preach like I want to this morning? You know what? We have been milking it for a while now, but it's time now. You know what? If you can go to a football game... Oh, you don't want me to preach this morning. If, if we can go to a football game, we can go to the house of God. Oh, it's getting too hot. I, I, I just felt, I just felt the spirit. Like something just shifted in the air. Reaching for God. Jesus told him. Jesus told him, stretch forth thy hand. Stretch forth thy hand can i ask you this morning what's 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 your problem what are you facing right now what is that that is keeping you from saying yes to jesus christ today what is that that is holding you back from really giving your heart completely to god not just on sunday morning relationship but something that you experience God, an encounter with God, a transformation with God, something that is something within your spirit that says, what's holding you back? What is that that is keeping you from reaching out to Him today and allowing Him to touch your life? What is holding us back, my friend? You know what? We need to stretch out your hand and say, God, I'm stretching to you because I am tired of living how I'm living right now. There's something great. Stretch for him. Stretch comes from the original Greek word, atenos, which means to extend, cast, 
put forth and reach out. You got to throw yourself out there, in other words. You, you got to cast yourself out there, in other words. You got to go the, beyond the ability. My friend, if you want to experience the breakthrough, if you want to experience the miracle, if you want to experience the fullness of what God has for you and your family and your marriage and your children, you have to throw yourself out there. My father, my, in other words, I, I give a rip what anybody thinks. I'm going to go for God because there, there's people depending on my walk with him. It's not just about you. It's not just about your life. You know what? You might be a mom this morning. You might be a dad this morning. You might be a grandpa, grandmother this morning, a husband or a wife. There are people depending on you this morning. Because if you crumble and fall, the whole system crumbles and falls. And that's what the devil wants. The devil wants to, for you to lose your passion. The devil wants for you to lose your desire. The devil wants you to lose your commitment. The devil wants you to not be faithful to the house of God. My friend, because if he knows that he can get you derailed, if he knows that he can get you out of course, the whole family is in jeopardy. It's not just about a person. You know, it applies to a preacher too up here. You know why the devil gets a hold of my life, destroys my life, destroys the whole ministry. You know what? We, it's, about, it's about more than just getting by life. We have to stretch beyond where we're at and say, God, I want more of where I'm at. I want more of you stretching. Faith requires stretching. The miraculous requires you to extend yourself. It requires your faith to go where it has never gone before. If you need a miracle in your life today, I want you to know that it's not going to come by just you having the level of faith you had so far. Even the miracles would have already come. You know what? We need to stretch further. Because if not, people fall off the wagon. I remember years ago, we took our youth group to Nanahela River in North Carolina, and Pastor Darrell was in front of me on, 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 a, on, the, on the raft, but he was, he was a skinnier back then. And he was falling off to the river. We almost lost him forever. But I had to stretch myself to grab him and pull him in. And we have, we have had him ever since. He owes me his life to me. I saved his life. But I had to stretch to pull him in. In other words, sometimes we have to stretch ourselves to help somebody that is falling off. We got to stretch ourselves to help somebody who is in need. We got to stretch ourselves to help somebody who's involved in drugs and addictions and they need a breakthrough. Sometimes we got to stretch on behalf of them. Some things are worth reach, reaching for. Some things are worth stretching for. That's a life in Christ that is worth praying for. It's worth fasting for. It's worth all the sacrifice. It is worth all the commitments. My friend, there are some things 
There are some things in life, in Christ, that are worth fighting for. We got to fight for a breakthrough. We got to fight for the church once again. We got to fight that the church rises again to the place that needs to be, be the lighthouse of the community. But it takes all of us working together. You got to get your family in church. You got to get your loved ones in church. Don't just come by yourself walking in. My man, you can do that. But I'm telling you, we got to get people in the house of God. Worth fighting for. Then said unto the man, stretch forth thy hand. And he stretched it forth. And he was restored whole like the other. I'm almost done. Restored whole. 100%. Restored tells us that it wasn't always withered. You know what? There was a time his hand was fine. It wasn't always so messed up. We don't know that caused the witherness in his life. But we know it wasn't always that way. Was it some childhood injury that he became withered? The result of his parents' neglect. Some abuse he never deserved. Some sickness that he couldn't help. Whole tell us that Jesus didn't just take this man halfway the distance. He healed him all the way. Ain't you glad that when Jesus gets involved in your life, when Jesus gets involved in your situation, look at me for a moment. When Jesus gets involved in your life, not only he takes you halfway, but he, he takes you all the way. When God does a work in your life, he will take you all the way. Come on, Pastor Darrell. Stretching. Stretching is important in our life. Stretching is a form of physical exercise which is specified muscles or tendons or a muscle group. Something that we stretch. We athletes stretch before they play a sport. Some of you stretch when you get up, up, up out of bed and you start yawning, you start stretching. You know what? Stretching is something we do. But stretching toward God. When you stretch you become more flexible. Listen to me, I'm closing. When you stretch, you become more flexible. Becoming more flexible allows you to do some things you never were able to do before. Flexibility. Now all of a sudden you have faith you never had before. When you start stretching toward God, you say, God, I, 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 I want more of you. I want to experience more faith. I want to experience more of your glory. And when you start stretching, you realize, man, there's more for you available. Now you have a love for your fellow man that was never there before. When you start stretching toward God and you start reaching toward God, guess what? There's something that starts happening in your life that you don't see things the same anymore. You don't see people the same anymore. You don't see church the same anymore. You don't see worship the same anymore. There's something that starts changing within your life to something great. Experiencing a stretch. Now your outlook is looking out past the situations of your life and you can see the miracle working power 
of God in your life. I said, man, when you start stretching toward God and you start doing something, you say, God, you know what? The way I'm living today, I don't want to live like I'm living today. I don't want to live my life halfway. I want to live my life fullness of His power and His glory in my life. There's something beyond. And that's exactly what this man did. He says, I'm going to, Jesus says, stretch out your hand. Listen, God is asking us this morning that we need to stretch out our hands to him. Because if we do, we're stepping out in faith. Say, God, I want more of you. I want a change in my life. I don't want to remain the same as I have always, have always been. I want something great. Why not you get up on your feet for a moment? You close your eyes as you're standing. You're here this morning and say, Pastor Carlos, man, I want your touch this morning. I want more of your power. I want more of your glory. I want more of you this morning. I just want your touch. Lord, we want to stretch toward you this morning. I want to stretch toward you this morning. God, Jesus asked the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched out his hand and made him whole. Made him whole. If you're watching online right now, live, or watching throughout this week, man, right there where you're at, you can stretch out your hand toward God and say, God, I want your life to change me. I want your power to transform me. His glory is powerful. If you're here this morning, I want to ask everyone with every head bowed, just ask you this morning, if you hear this morning, say, Pastor Carlos, I want more of him. I want to stretch my faith in him. I want, to, I want to stretch my faith greater than I have stretched already. I want him to fill me with his power. I want him to fill me with his glory. And if that's you on a count of three, why don't you just get out of your seat. Come to the altar as you worship the Lord for a few moments. Come on up. One, two, three. Come on up. We want to stretch your faith toward God. Come on up. Just pray that if you're watching online, we want to thank you for watching. We'll see you next week.